Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 54 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner. This week, we are discussing cancer treatments natural. Today, there are many different food plans to choose from. Today, there are many different food plans to choose from. One of them is the anti-cancer diet, which can help to reduce your risk of cancer. The Gershon treatment is a natural method that activates the body's ability to heal itself. It has had great results against certain types of cancers. By healing the gut function first, reducing digestive stress on the body, and boosting nutrients to the body, this method helps the body to heal itself. Welcome, everybody, to Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and let's welcome Dr. Kell to the show. Hi, everybody. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Dr. Kell. So this is podcast number 54 on cancer treatments, and this is part two, and we're going to be talking about natural treatments. But before we do that, Dr. Kell, I wanted to see if you had a quote for us today. And I have a list of 38 quotes from Thomas Edison. Uh, We mentioned the one in the last podcast, uh, which we'll say again, but this one says, be courageous. I've seen many depressions in business. Always America has emerged from these stronger and more prosperous. Be brave as your fathers before you. Have faith. Go forward. What do you think of that, Nikki? How does it relate to what we're talking about today? Well, I think, you know, cancer is kind of a depression, like they said. Um, You've got to be brave and move forward and have courage to treat it. Well, yes, and I think for those who survive cancer, I think they do feel you know, as I said, they they had faith. They they went forward. They they were courageous, and they did what they could, and dealt with what they had to. And and it's got to be a feeling of accomplishment. Uh, of course, they're probably always a little bit in fear that it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. But like anything, when you overcome something in life, no matter what it is that you're doing, you know, we constantly are doing different tasks all day long. At least I feel like I am. Sometimes, when I, I have a series of failures. I'll go do something I know I can get done just so I feel like I've accomplished something again. Uh, and that helps yeah. me overcome the depression that often hits after failing at something over and over again. Like I have a car I'm working on that uh, uh, <laughs> fixing the engine and, and I have uh, multiple times spent many hours trying different things to fix it and, and I'm getting much more close now than ever before. Uh, so, but I have to walk away from it because I get depressed and discouraged when I try something and it doesn't work. And again, I, you know, I could say I do that with patients as well sometimes. You know, we, we don't always immediately have a fix for people and sometimes we don't have a fix at all. And so that can be depressing and, and get you uh, off track. You mm-hmm. find that too in your own life? Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I just need to go to sleep at night and wake up the next day with a different outlook. That's a good one too. Let it go and come yep. back to it later. Today's not my day today, so I'm just going to know that some days I just wake up and it's not there, and then the next day it's totally there. So, yeah. I wanted to mention as we begin talking about uh, natural cancer, forms of cancer treatment, that we do not claim a cure for cancer. Uh, don't say Dr. Kell uh, gave you a claim for, or cure for cancer. Uh, in the United States especially, uh, we can uh, uh, get, in, get in a lot of trouble claiming we have a cure for cancer. All I'm going to to do today is talk about uh, forms and ways that have others have found to be beneficial, and they're saying it, not me. Don't uh, hold me accountable here. 
Uh, I am not claiming I have a cure for cancer in any way, shape, or form. Just sharing information with you. All right, just a little disclaimer there before we get rolling. Wanted to also mention and start because we're, we we uh, like uh, Thomas Edison. One of his great quotes that we mentioned in the last podcast was, "The doctor of the future will give no medication, but will interest his patients in the care of the human frame, diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease." And of course, we change that word disease to disease uh, because disease is really a lack of health, and so your body's fighting off. Uh, something that's in you that it doesn't like, right? So you become mm-hmm. what we call ill or in a state of disease. I bring that up again because who are the doctors, as I mentioned before? Uh, who matches this definition? Is it the medical doctors? Nope. Not really, not yet, uh, but maybe in the future it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they'll just be a, a doctor of health and uh, he'll be able to do whatever's necessary, whether aiming you towards a natural cures or whatever else might be helpful to you, uh, but his first line of defense will be a, a natural way. And mm-hmm. that's what ours is. And so that's what we recommend to people and we find great success with it. Today we're talking about cancer. This was an article by a, a medical doctor. It's very basic, but I wanted to bring it up. It's, it, you can find this at everydayhealth.com under uh, forward slash cancer photos. Foods fight cancer. This article is the anti-cancer diet, foods that prevent cancer. So this is just a list of foods that uh, are recommended by this medical doctor that have been shown uh, in scientific studies, apparently, that's what I'm assuming, to fight cancer in some way or another. So these lists are, uh, I'm glad uh, to see this. Uh, It's definitely not an exhaustive list, but uh, here are his recommendations. This is uh, from uh, Eric Medcalf, M.Ph.D., uh, and Crystal Cassetta, M.D., that jointly put this article together. It says here, an anti-cancer diet is an important strategy you can use to reduce your risk of cancer. So this isn't necessarily talking about what to do if you get cancer. It's about what to do to help maybe possibly prevent it. The American Cancer Society recommends, for example, that you eat at least five servings of fruits and vegetables daily and eat the right amount of food to stay at a healthy weight. In addition, researchers are finding that certain foods that prevent cancer may be an important part of an anti-cancer diet. So, first one, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. One of the things they don't talk about, which we always suggest to our patients, is you should always eat twice as many vegetables as you do fruits. The vegetables are the ones that are most beneficial to you, but the fruits have lots of nutrients as well. But they also are higher in carbohydrates. Though if you eat the actual fruit as it is, instead of uh, altered or instead of pulling the vitamins out of the fruit, eat the whole thing together, you've got a lot of carbs in there. And and though they're they're complex carbs, uh, if you overdo it in the fruit section, you you can uh, overtax your pancreas and cause insulin spikes which can cause, uh, lead to things like hypoglycemia and diabetes. don't think you're going to get as far as diabetes on eating a lot of fruit, but you could become a little hypoglycemic if you're just focusing on eating the fruits all the time with very few vegetables. Let's see, uh, sip green tea throughout your day. I recommend, you know, you can put along with green tea on the list, other, anything today that, uh, and we talked about this in the past, uh, that's beneficial as an antioxidant, though there's 
more and more research that's trying to kind of implying that maybe antioxidant therapy and taken to excess may not be very healthy for you either because you do need some oxygen. Oxidation is an important process that takes place in the body, uh, but excessive oxidation, uh, apparently uh, free radicals, uh, those negative ions floating around in your body, can attach to cells and and it's uh, some research shows that as uh, it attaches to the cell it can cause the cell to when it begins to divide to mutate so that's where the antioxidants have come in let's see eat more tomatoes research confirms that the antioxidant lycopene which is in tomatoes may be more powerful than beta carotene alpha carotene and vitamin E let's see lycopene is a cancer-fighting food associated with protection against certain cancers such as prostate and lung cancer be sure to cook the tomatoes as this method releases the lycopene and makes it available to your body. Mm -hmm. Olive oil. In the Mediterranean countries, the monounsaturated fat is widely used for both cooking and salad oil and may be a cancer-fighting food. Breast cancer rates are 50% lower in Mediterranean countries than in the United States. Of course, also taking into effect that they uh, though the Western diet is spreading there, uh, you know, we're eating different types of food along with the olive oil. But the olive oil does show promise. You know, olive oils and, and talked a lot about in the Bible as, have, as having healing benefits as well. If you don't believe that way, at least you can take it as a historical source, uh, an educational source. See, grapes, red grapes, have seeds filled with the super antioxidant. Activin. Guess what? Everybody what? eats grapes seedless today. I gotta say, eating a seedless grape is far better than eating a grape oh, with seeds. Way better. <laughs> but the seeds have chewing up the seeds and swallowing the seeds has answer anti-cancer fighting benefit. And just to briefly mention, we're going to go into it later, but it kind of comes up now. You know, they talk about the they can throw this in the article that the seeds themselves have anti-cancer benefit in fighting cancer. Well, guess what? Apricots seeds have shown to have anti-cancer value too, but they that has been outlawed in the United States. We're going to get more into that because that's connected to the Gershon diet, Gershon anti-cancer program, the laetrile or the uh, apricot seeds. Let us see. Use garlic and onions abundantly. Not a big onion eater. I like garlic, but mm -hmm. uh, you got to be you know you can take garlic pills these days where they've removed. What gives you bad breath? I, I always remember my grandmother always ate lots of garlic, and she always smelled of garlic. And if you eat a lot of garlic, it it actually comes out in your skin too. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, and your skin's a big big releaser of toxins. Well, you know, we talk about the natural deodorants and and what Ocean Bay Natural has in the natural deodorants. Well, guess what? If you take a lot of drugs or medications, if you're on a lot of medications, if you don't want to smell, you're pretty much forced to stick with the aluminum because it. Uh, it's the only thing that clogs your pores enough to stop you from sweating out the toxins produced by all the medications you're on. If you're on those medications, probably not bother with the natural deodorant. Uh, you can try, but it probably isn't going to help until you get off the meds. Let's see here. Uh, but anyway, garlic and onions. Research has found that garlic and onions can block the formation of nitrosamines. Formation of nitrosamines, powerful carcinogens that target several sites in the body usually the colon, liver, and breasts. Indeed, the more pungent the garlic or onion, the more abundant the chemically active sulfur compounds that fight cancer. Yes, interestingly enough, my grandmother, up until she was 88 or so, her mind started kind of 
going down. She did, did develop some dementia. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, she had to be taken care of by others. Ultimately, uh, did get lymphoma. Um, not sure if that's actually ultimately ki that killed her. They didn't give her much treatment for that because it's such a slow-growing cancer. But uh, uh, she stopped mm -hmm. doing it. Once they started feeding her, taking care of her, uh, she was no longer taking the onions and garlic, which she did eat abundantly. Those are good. Okay, here's back to what I've been saying for a long time. Eat fish. Fish. Mm -hmm. Fatty fish. Salmon, tuna, cod, herring, uh, omega-3 fatty acids. You can also get from flax seeds. If you can't stand fish, take flax seeds. Have another article with freaking share a medical doctor talking a lot about red meat and how uh, basically goes into how in the world today, you know, we talk about energy consumption and how much electricity is constantly used in the form of, and then burning coal and gasoline and natural gas and all that stuff, and how it's polluting the environment. Well, it's ironic. Here's another one of the conspiracy theory thoughts. Though I don't like to go there, it's just an irony of our world. The Western diet consumes a lot of red meat and a lot of poultry not as much in the way of fish. Many parts of the world where people live the longest consume a lot of ocean fish. But the Western diet is moving throughout the world. I believe the article said something to the production of, of all raising animals, the energy, mm -hmm. cost of raising animals like 10 times what it is to produce uh, fruits and vegetables. We consume or use up a lot of the earth's resources raising animals and processing animals and moving the meat around and all that is actually a huge consumer of energy in the process of so getting off the uh, the meat wagon diet is beneficial to the environment as well as the body so you ready to get into uh, some natural cancer treatments yes gershon uh, just because i've had experience with that my grandfather uh, got is the lung cancer spots uh, disappeared after doing the cancer treatment, uh, the Gershon treatment back in the 80s. I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Max Gershon, MD. Came up with it in the 20s. Turn of the century, there were a lot of natural treatments for things. And then as, as the advent of and the spread of, uh, of Rockefellers and others, opening medical schools, and then they discovered if they also create start creating all these patented medications, to treat different things, you know, they they started the pharmaceutical companies as well, and so the medical doctors became those who dispensed the pharmaceutical products. They started getting more and more away from natural things and moving towards, uh, you know, the surgery and the and the drugs. So uh, and hopefully, you know, maybe we're looking at a hundred years now. We're we're aiming back to the other side of the circle, and hopefully it moves off the merry-go-round and off onto a healthier way for the future for all and it stays that way and keeps moving that direction yeah uh, so i just wanted to read something here history shows that this is something max gershon uh, said in his okay. book a cancer therapy results of 50 cases uh, and he talks about in his book uh, those who he treated with these natural forms of therapy and and how they were their cancer can't say cure their cancer went into remission History shows that from time to time, men are swayed. Let's, we've got to throw men and women, or actually how many different... Uh, okay, we're not going to go there. Uh, 
men and women and those who associate with as a man or woman or anything else swayed too easily by new thoughts and theories and by new developments in technology and chemistry which they use as their basis in medical practice. This leads them too far away from nature. Therefore, it becomes necessary from time to time to bring medical doctrine back nearer to nature. really like that. Let me read that. Let me read that again. History shows that from time to time, men are swayed too easily by new thoughts and theories and by new developments in technology and chemistry, which they use as their basis in medical practice. This leads them too far away from nature. Therefore, it becomes necessary from time to time to bring medical doctrine back nearer to nature. What do you think of that, Nikki? Yeah, absolutely. Goes right along with what we're talking about and talking about maybe we're, who knows, maybe Gershon and Edison knew each other yeah. during the same time. I hope that's what we're heading back to. And, and he was a medical doctor that recognized this and more and more medical doctors are recognizing this. And, and I, I have friends who are medical doctors and some of them are very dissatisfied with the work they do. They, they do it because it earns them a good living. They say their hands are tied oftentimes with the treatment they can give because uh, they're dictated to do whatever the hospital says to do and that hospital is to prescribe the meds. You can go to Gershon.org and learn more about their program. But maybe someday in the future we can get someone from the Gershon uh, Institute to uh, come on the show, talk more about it. They, on their website, interestingly enough, uh, state the types of cancer that say have, they've found their cancer treatments to be beneficial to. Uh, some types of cancer, they say their diet is always worth doing, of course, no matter what you have, but they not necessarily have been shown to have specific success or we might say that they haven't had enough exposure with their program to people with these types of cancer to, to really come up with a true scientific analysis of its benefit. But let's just mention here, we mentioned in the last podcast, the different common types of cancer, uh, breast, bladder, bone, brain, colon, uh, lung, endometrial, kidneys, leukemia, liver, pancreas, thyroid, testicular, vascular. Well, the Gersh Clinic says these types of cancer, they can definitely say people have benefited with their forms of care. Breast cancer, colon cancer, lung, lymphoma, melanoma, ovarian and prostate cancers. That's the list of those they say on their website have shown benefit overcoming those types of cancer. That's uh, a lot. Yeah. The other kinds that I mentioned, bladder, bone, brain, endometrial, kidney, leukemia, liver, pancreatic, thyroid, testicular. Some of those types of cancer grow very quickly, move very fast through the body. So when they take over, they are often fatal or uh, mm. you know immediately throw you on the chemo or for instance, um, you can't live without your liver, you can't live without your kidneys. Bladder cancer is uh, one of those where it can spread uh, fairly quickly as well. Uh, they Basically, if, you, if they remove your bladder, you got to live with a pouch. Bone cancer, uh, again, typical treatment for that is, is the bone marrow transplant. Well, it depends on the type of bone cancer. Uh, that's if you got leukemia. Brain, you know, you got cancer in your brain. That's a that's a real tough one. Uh, mm. It's up there and it's spreading quickly. 
thyroid again, and the pancreas. You can't live without your pancreas. You can live without your thyroid. So those are ones that, uh, and the testicular one. Those spread. Oftentimes, people who find that they have those cancers, it's too late. Mm. Uh, the the death rate is is very high, especially with pancreatic and testicular cancer. Mm. Prostate cancer tends to be very slow growing. In fact, studies show that uh, the life expectancy with someone without treatment is actually just as long and sometimes longer than it is with those who go through treatment. So, oh, wow. Interesting there. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what you're doing with things like the Gershon uh, therapy. <laughs> and I'm not claiming to be an expert at all, though I have, other than taking Laetrile, because I did not ha never had cancer. Uh, knock on wood. Um, it's all back to basically the theory behind the Gershon diet as well as many of the natural type cancer therapies are about reducing the stress on the body as much as possible and boosting the nutrients to the body. You know, one of the problems at the Gershon clinic, uh, and again, I'm not 100% clear on everything they do, one of the things that we always do with patients, regardless of what their health condition is, is first look at the gut. If your gut isn't working right, if you've got leaky gut syndrome, if your bacteria levels are off and you get too much bad bacteria, not enough good, if your acid, stomach acids are low, if you're taking lots of antacids and got a lot of acid reflux, it tells us your acid levels are too low, not too high, and you need to boost those levels. Get the gut mm. working right to digest your food quick enough. to Your, your food shouldn't sit in your gut too long. If it sits there too long, it begins, begins to ferment, and that's when you get the burp up and the uh, and then people take an antacids, which raises the pH, pH even more, which slows down the digestion even more. You got to fix all those things. One of the reasons you got to fix them all is because you can dump a whole lot of healthy things into your body, and if your body isn't absorbing those nutrients, they're just passing through and going out the other end. They have no benefit, and I think that's one of the things Hope Gershon and many of these natural treatments do that. First, fix the function of your gastrointestinal system. Once you fix that system and that can take time and if you've got cancer uh, you're concerned about time and you can go on these forms of therapy in the same process of healing the gut you know you can heal and seal that gut within you know it can take uh, of that form of therapy but you can go on the things like the Gersh and diet at the same time and take the supplements that help heal and seal your gut too at the same time anyway you got to fix that gut and make it function good otherwise the natural therapies aren't going to do you a lot of good either and times if you've gone through serious rounds of chemotherapy first and radiation and if that didn't work and then you go try the natural forms of therapy your success rate is much lower because basically you trashed your immune system your gut flora is dead your your you know oftentimes these therapies kill your gut flora and so that's where i assume they're using some of the fecal implant uh, treatments to uh, repopulate your good flora in your gut. One of the things that repopulates your flora is is the bacteria. There's, you know, this is another reason not to get rid of your appendix unless you absolutely have to. Is gut bacteria actually good bacteria that lives in appendix, and uh, that's that helps repopulate the good flora after like antibiotic therapy. I want to talk about still? Gershon treatment a little bit here. One of the theories behind, or Gershon's theories, was that, uh, you know, we're always talking about having too much salt. Your body basically has too much salt and not enough potassium. And the cell, that's one of the things that weakens your cells, is that uh, they got too much sodium in them and not enough potassium. They're out of balance. 
And what happens when there's too much salt in a cell, it tends to swell and it, the membranes don't open as easily. Potassium has the opposite effect. It helps move, open the cells up. Zinc, uh, the mineral zinc, the mineral silver, also perform those functions in helping, helping cells that are become swollen and inflamed to open up and release their contents, and release their waste. That's part of the problem. The cell, the waste builds up inside the cell. It's unable to release it, and then it becomes uh, weakened. And then, as it begins to divide or reproduce, uh, it uh, um, mutates. So basically, they reduce your salt level significantly, and they boost your potassium level significantly. A few initial weeks, you're not eating any food. You're just drinking juices. Uh, and there's a soup too that I, I really like and enjoy. It's called Socrates soup. Uh, that has a certain number of vegetables in it, garlic and onions we mentioned before are in it, tomatoes are in it, cooked. Other ingredients you can, can uh, look up or Google uh, the Gershon diet on Google and you'll find all the ingredients to that Socrates soup. I went on that diet for two weeks once, I think I brought this up before, and uh, drank the soup daily along with the juice, lots of vegetables. You have vegetable juice, uh, carrot juice, and apple juice and you're basically having a lot of it all day long, taking several doses throughout the day. Interestingly enough, you don't, uh, I didn't find myself having issues with hunger. Uh, and at the end of 14 days, my feces didn't, did not smell. I found that oh, fascinating. Wow. Uh, and, and people probably won't believe me about that, but that is true. And uh, I felt good. But it's it's a hard thing to follow long term, and and actually they only have you do that for the first few weeks of the diet, and then they start introducing introducing more solid foods. But they do stick with the fruit, vegetables, and fruits, and uh, do that for quite some time, along with taking things like the laetrile. There are many other cancer natural cancer uh, programs out there. I'm not going to specifically go into any of the others, but but there are several in. Tijuana and other, you know, they do them outside the country, treatments outside the country because the United States has made them illegal. If the FDA hasn't approved it, you can't do it, and it's not an official treatment for cancer. And that's fine. Thank goodness uh, that uh, they can go to places south of the border and other places in the world and, and try these and do these other forms of treatment. But things like stem cell research taking is taking place. Most of the natural forms of care, I think, are offshoots of what Gershon did in his work. They, they uh, apply things like uh, you can go to clinics where they'll do all the different forms of natural healing along with the diets. And that's things like, and again, not claiming any of these have anything to do with curing cancer, but things like chiropractic adjustments, which scientifically have been shown to boost the immune system, acupuncture, balancing the body's energy, again, is going to boost the immune system, right? Emotional therapies help, you know, when someone's under a lot of stress or depression, it compromises their immune system. Their immunity goes down. That's why people tend to get sick when they're very depressed more frequently than those who are feeling well and good about life uh, or, or people who are angry all the time or people who, although, um, I, I think there's a debate on how much anger depletes the immune system because I've known some very kind of angry, hateful people that live to be very old. Uh, so maybe, so maybe that's, that in itself does not enough more research needed on anger in, in the immune system. All those things are connected. It, it, the focus here from natural therapies is to 
boost your body's natural immunity so that your body that stopped recognizing the cancer as a foreign entity and killed it will now do so and kill it. It'll strengthen the immune system strong enough. The, the answer though, I think really is, is to avoid cancer completely. Can you avoid cancer completely? I believe personally you can. I mean, are there genetic connections here? Probably are. Kids who get it at an early age, hard to say what caused that. You know, oftentimes they say they're connected to genetically that they were born with it, passed through the genes from one generation to the next. Is that true? The geneticists probably would say yes. I don't know personally if I would say that's always true. I mean, there's so many more things to look at. Uh, the types of food, the mother when the baby was growing was, you know, ate the uh, chemicals in the air, the toxins, all those kinds of things they were exposed to while they were pregnant. There's so much going on in a child and really from obviously more in the womb, differentiation of cells, more differentiation of cells that are going on than any other time in your body's life cycle. As you get older, less differentiation of cells. That's why typically the cancers people get in an old age tend to be slow-growing cancers. Not always, but those tend to be because your cells are not differentiating as quickly when you're old as they are when you're young. And you continue to do that into your 20s and uh, then as you pass your 20s into 30s and 40s and on up, it, it, it becomes less and less and less and less. Uh, your immune system tends to become weaker and weaker and weaker in different ways. But if you could eat it from the time you were born, if you were fed the good foods and followed a program of two to one vegetables and fruit, eating good healthy things, uh, having mother's milk, hopefully while, uh, you know, after the baby's born. Uh, interesting uh, that, you know, people always ask, uh, how long should you nurse? What's beneficial to the child? You know, when can you stop? Spent some time in South America and saw people breastfeeding their kids on the bus when they looked like they were six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. Kind of a strange sight to see or unusual. You would never see that in the United States probably. You know, that breast milk is shown to be quite healthy for the baby. And uh, at least six months to a year, I would always recommend. Eating right, eating healthy from the time you're born is really the key here, right? Getting over it after you've gotten it, that's the hard part. Can you restore the body's function and, and its ability to fight off these cancers? It really depends on your physical state at the time you got the cancer. Figuring out, you know, what type of cancer you have, where the mutation is, plays a big part, and how much time, how quickly it spreads through your body. Because basically, I think it tends to be very rare. I, I would say it'd be very rare to find a person who had been eating properly, had never been exposed to toxins in the air, had never been uh, eaten foods that uh, had pesticides have been used on or genetically altered or the worst, uh, had, had eaten well uh, throughout their life and not been exposed to bad things that would ever die from cancer. Uh, most of these people who live, you know, to be well over a hundred typically don't die of cancer. Uh, they, uh, again, looking back at uh, childhood cancer, is it genetic or, or because of mutations that just happened to occur early because they were exposed early during those times of uh, you know, mother ate poorly, the, they were exposed to other toxins through the womb. You know, the mother filters out a lot of stuff, but if she's not well during her pregnancy, 
she's ill a lot. She's been exposed to strange things a lot herself. The, 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 a lot of things don't pass from the mother into the baby, but some things do, and they, they can't always that off, so part of it could be from that too, even when they call it genetic. <laughs> so, uh, questions, comments, Nikki? Um, so, so far we've gone over the Gershon method, which is basically reducing stress on the body and boosting nutrients to the body, healing the gut, and then correcting the sodium-potassium imbalances. Yeah, and you'll you'll find I haven't gone into any other companies or businesses that do that, and and not going to. They can all be found online. You can Google all these. Uh, I th I think really Gershon is where it all began, and the others are just offshoots. Though you can go out of the country and have things like stem cell uh, therapies and such. I'm not sure what kind of success rate they have with those, but they do stem cell therapies here in the U.S. too. Not sure if they're directed specifically to types of cancers that they do in other parts of the world, but. So we'll stick with that. Covered most of that. So if, if you get cancer, we've made a list of, of those, and you can go on the Gershon site and see the list of types of cancer that they say they've uh, been able to help. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have another form, other than that, check out maybe some of these other companies in, outside the country. Definitely fix your gut and uh, seek healthcare professional that can help you do that so that you're, you're getting the right nutrients. Change your diet up seek whatever form of care you, you think is best for you. We had a patient recently who came in and she'd gotten breast cancer and, and uh, didn't seek real natural forms, even, even though she's sees a chiropractor uh, diet isn't necessarily of huge concern and gone, gone through, got the surgery, gone through the chemo, the radiation, and has not changed up the diet at all, still eating lots of meat and other things. So I hope that uh, what she's doing is, you know, breast cancer has a, a fairly good high success rate with the, the Western forms of treatment, though it, you still do a lot of suffering as far as a five-year life expectancy rate is concerned. I think they make claims of 75-80% with breast cancer. Also, that's one that the, that the Gershon program says I've seen great benefit to with as well. So again, I would just recommend to everybody, if you get any type of cancer, uh, consider your diet, what you're eating, how you're living, what you've been exposed to, uh, and see if you can fix your immunity as soon as possible your, by boosting your better foods, along with uh, if you do the medical forms of treatment, you can still improve the way you eat and avoid exposing yourself to toxins. Mm -hmm. And boost your emotions as well. We said before by uh, keeping yourself positive, watching positive things, avoiding negativity in your speech and your thoughts, and uh, watching humorous things. Keep yourself laughing. Laughing a lot. Yes. Yes. So that's like the foundation for the natural treatments. Is yes. everything kind of similar? Yep. Yeah, everything I've ever found is always kind of an offshoot of, of what's there at the Gershon's. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's like... I was thinking earlier um, about how they're all similar, like autoimmune, cancer. They're all like something is in your body and it's, you know, mutating, changing the way your body is supposed to work, right? Yes. Um, and yep. then all tied the back to your immunity, all of it, all of it. And your immunity is tied back to your diet, 
your exercise, what, yeah, what, you put in. what you put in, what you're exposed to, your emotional state, all that affects your immune system. If your immune system is running at an optimum, you won't experience these things. I wonder if people who have more genetics that lead down the path of cancer are less likely to have the genetics of autoimmunity. You know what I mean? I tend to believe that they're all, all connected and uh, your immune system's compromised in one way, it tends to be compromised in other ways. Uh, oftentimes people have a combination of these problems. You know, I mentioned before there's, there's 80 different autoimmune disorders. Climbing, again, just a group of symptoms put together to label something, but uh, it's all related to the same problem and most of this all starts with the dysfunction of your gut. And uh, or injury, injury. We haven't talked a lot about injury, but injury can play a part in all this too. Because if you're injured severely to where your organs are affected, uh, that can be a big problem. And to your general health as well. You know, your immune system is what heals us when we're injured. So those are all interconnected as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was really interesting. Thank you, Dr. Kell. You're welcome. Yeah. I remember your story about your grandfather, how his hair came back and all of Yes, didn't mention that, that. this time, did he? Yes, he was on the the Urshan program. His his hair started growing back in his on his head. Yeah, because he had so many good nutrients going in. Yeah, those cells were not all dead on his head, I guess. and uh, Or maybe they, the body started producing new ones. I don't know. I'm not, not a hair specialist. But uh, <laughs> either, either way, his hair on his head started coming back in. And they say hair loss in men is, is a hormone imbalance, and so that goes to show you is uh, eating that way keeps hormones in balance. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, women out there with hormonal issues during that time of the month, there you go. Look into your diet. Probably a part yeah. of it. And like alopecia in women can yes. be like stress, and that could be some hormone things as well, yeah? Yep, all interconnected. Depression, yeah. all these disorders are all typically tied back to your ability to, either you're not feeding yourself the nutrients or you're not, a, if you start eating right and you're not improving, you are not absorbing those nutrients properly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where you got to look at fixing and healing your gut. Once you fix and heal the gut, you know, sometimes people are so far gone that they're beyond help, but usually those are much older people that have, sections of their intestine have been cut out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend not long ago to, who died, uh, had colon cancer. Uh, by the time they had found it, they removed a section of his intestines, his colon. It was on a colostomy bag. Thought that they had a couple of years. He was dead in six months. And he went the regular route, chemo, radiation, surgery. Wow. And that was only, I mean, he died in a year now? I'm not sure. So, um, right. just to end the show, what, what are we going to share with our listeners, Nikki? Um, well, if you have any questions about any of this, you can email us at healthtalkwithdrkel at gmail.com. And thanks to our sponsors, Ocean Bay Naturals, um, you can find chemical-free products on their website, which work. They're great. I use them. Also, oceanbaynaturals.com or, yep, or ocean dot store or dot store. Mm -hmm. And then also like some of the supplements, like you're saying, sometimes your body isn't absorbing nutrients because your gut health is off. Um, a lot of the supplements that standard process produces can really help with that as well. Um, and you have a website, is it holistichealth.standardprocess.com? Correct. 
and that's, where you can uh, find those connected up and, and you can get discounted uh, supplements through off that website uh, you can find standard process supplements which we are the supplements we mainly use with patients because they're food based they're all made from foods all the things in in a carrot is kept in the food they don't just remove the vitamin a so you're getting everything and every nutrient uh, one of the things, another reason, you know, we always say go see a healthcare provider before you just go decide to take a supplement because you read in a magazine that this supplement can help with this problem. Yeah. Uh, if you've got leaky gut or issues with your gut, you got to heal the gut first. Uh, so you're going to need to help somebody to heal your gut first before you go on all the supplements. Otherwise, you're probably not absorbing them all. Now, if you're a very healthy person and just want to go on, a lot of people think they're healthy when they're not. We talked about that in some of the past past podcasts, but uh, we uh, need to move on. And uh, in this podcast, uh, I, otherwise I could go on for another hour, Nikki. <laughs> so, All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, you can share this with your friends and family if they're lo- looking for more natural treatments for cancer or just improving their health. We drop our podcasts on Tuesdays. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Anything else, Dr. Kel? I think we're good. Thanks so much for listening today, and please share our podcast if you like us. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double-check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling. Thank you.